Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 18. Hello, hello. We're so excited to have you here. Yes, welcome back. I know, we have such a good show. I'm so excited. Yes, we are on 18. Oh my gosh. That's wild. We've got 18 That really is so crazy to me. We need a greatest hits album at this point. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. A highlight session. Um, A highlight session. A bachelor recap. We just need a recap, you know? Here we are. Exactly. Um, And hello to any new listeners who found us this week. Yeah. Um, we, I'll say, I say this every episode. We would love it if you would subscribe to us, give us a review, um, even share us with your friends. Um, we are still new and we're looking for new followers and trying to get our name out there. So if you do enjoy the show, we would so love the mention. Totally. And we're, we are new to this. So it's like, we don't know the best way to right. like reach out to people. I mean, totally. we hope that we're doing the right way with like Instagram, our website. Yeah, um, just, just word of mouth, in, subscribing. But, yeah, but the so best, anything helps. The best thing we have is you, our yeah, listeners, just good so, listeners, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, okay. Here's our rundown for the show. We're gonna first start off by talking a little um, mom confidence, mm-hmm. like ways we can boost our confidence as a mom or really feel confident in how we're parenting. Um, We all have those moments where we just feel insecure or beat down with some days. And um, we're going to give some tips there and kind of share some of our experiences. And then after that, we're going to kind of lighten it up with some funny celebrity mom moments, right? Yeah. When you call it kind of just... Just on the other end of like kind of the mom fails, the spoofs, the laughs. Totally. And then we have our very first um, Ask Us Anything letter. We're starting a new segment on the show called Ask Us Anything. And we've gotten a couple letters from listeners through our website. And so we're super excited to answer one um, here today mm-hmm. on our episode. Awesome. And it deals with twins. Right. And so Lauren's going to give us some some wisdom about uh, twins. Well, I'll try. <laughs> and then we're going to wrap up, as always, with our hit and miss for the day. Okay, let's talk self-confidence. So, man, so much to say on this, on this I know. topic. No, it. I was just saying to Sarah, if there's one thing that I can probably instill in Evelyn as a daughter and as a girl, a woman, um, is probably just having that self-confidence. Because I think that will get a child, and as women too, even as an adult, it gets you just so far in life to just feel comfortable in your own skin. So true. I mean, you have a few bullet points to talk about. On parents.com, I found like some bullet points essentially on, and it's more specific to like a mother being a more confident Self, mother, but finding confidence in yourself. And I, I really liked this um, because really in the very first sentence in the article is being a mom is largely a self-confidence game. And it's so true. Yeah. I feel like at any given time, I'm second guessing what I'm teaching my children, how I'm disciplining my children. Oh, I know. I'm just not ever confident in many things when well, it comes to it parenting. It is such a trial and error job yeah. because you have little people, little souls you're dealing with that just deliver something new every day to you. And yeah. you're like, it's like, it's just, you're on your toes all the time. And like to add in on that, just what's happening in your four walls at home, to add in on that, now we have 
social media. We have, you know, all these things that come like, you know, blasting in our homes and in in our eyes and hearts about like what we should be doing or comparing ourselves or seeing what they're doing and seeing who's doing it right. And, and, you know, and, and constantly comparing ourselves. And again, even if it comes down to, you know, your size and your body, if it's the parenting skills, oh my gosh, they just started a company. They're an influencer and I'm not, and they're making money and I'm not. Look how skinny she is eight weeks after baby. Oh, it's so um, many things. Or how does her house stay that clean? Why is my house always a disaster? Or, you know, all of the things. I I totally agree. Social media does a number on us moms. No wonder there's so much like new mental illness going on because it just like does. It plays games with your mind when you're already battling so many questions of just like yourself and parenting at home. And yeah, and we'll go in more depth on another episode about, because there are so many different angles you can take this. We'll go more like body image Mm -hmm. on another episode. Right. We're going to try and keep this one to more of like family, um, mother, mom-based type stuff. And so I loved how this article, it does talk about... um, believe that like you are the pro when it comes down to it like you are your you're you know what's right for your child right above all of anything else so even when you start seeing um all those things you just talked about and start having all these uncertainties creep into your brain mm-hmm. and all of these little insecurities you need to be like no i I know what's right for my baby. Right. No, I know what's right for my 17-year-old. You know, I know I'm the I'm the expert here. Nobody yes. else is the expert. They're on your my baby. Child. They're your right. blood. Like you you are the one that makes that call. Yeah. And like just exactly. feeling comfortable and confident with and what you do. And one of the top tips that it says is act like a baby care pro. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't even have to be a pa- baby, but it's essentially saying to be more self-confident as a mom or a parent, you have to start acting like it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that fake it till you make it thing um in that as a result your children are gonna feel that and they're gonna um respond to that they'll see that you are more um steadfast and confident in your decisions you're making and they will follow you just that kind of ownership of like home and and rules and all of it yeah Yeah, and so i liked that that the fact of like you know i feel like as a mom or on social media or whatever you're always seeing ideas and suggestions about eating all only organic foods or there's right. so many things I coming know. at you all the time but at so the end of the things. day you are the subject matter expert on your child you know them inside and out like have confidence in that you know you, and, and sometimes those things will kind of be matched and questioned not those things but like that kind of position when it's like a teacher or right. um yeah, I don't know. Another example, but like, I definitely in like the school situation, like if there's something going on or tutoring or behavior, or whatever, like you almost like do have to like take it by the reins and know that you know your child. Right. And you are right. Exactly. You are the expert. Even if someone is suggesting this thing to you or telling you he should or she should be doing this more. I mean, you are the expert. So just like, don't forget that. Yeah. Like totally. you are their mom. So that totally leads into our point number two. It says, don't cave in to bad advice. Yeah, funny. (laughs) That's so weird. So, and the example that they give here is when their baby was small. the The mother in law suggested at six weeks, baby needs rice cereal in her in her. You know, you need to be feeding her. Uh And uh anyway, that she felt really like she couldn't go against her mother in law. She (laughs) needs to be giving the baby rice cereal. But you know, but when she 
found out from our pediatrician, oh, that's like outdated by 30 years. We don't do that anymore. Oh my gosh. So like, and that is such a true concept, be it if they're babies or teenagers, there's a lot of bad advice out there. Yeah. There's so many different belief methods and moral systems. Yeah. There's so many different kinds of people and you're going to find, you know, parenting tips and advice for all different kinds of walks of life. You need to be very confident in what you and your partner have set out to do yeah. for your children and not feel bad about it. Right. And don't feel like you have to answer questions to anybody. If mother-in-law or your parents maybe don't agree with the way you're raising your children, yeah. hey, you know what? It's your, your child. In my opinion, thanks for the advice. I love you and I appreciate it. Right. And I'm going to take that to heart and I will think about it. But I, I, know, I know it gets matters. so sticky with grandparents because and especially like to the in-law, at of least like you feel more comfortable telling your parents what's up. But like, yeah, there is definitely that. And I, and I haven't had to experience too much of that because I, I feel like yeah. they stay in their own lane. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And so I've never really had to really encounter that. But like at early with what you're just saying earlier on, um, the doctor thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like there have been so many stories and like, I'm just off the cuff. So I can't think of one, even in my own family. I feel like, um, that they, they listen to a doctor and, um, and you know, oh, they're fine. They're fine. But they follow their gut and there is something more to the problem. You know what I mean? And like, they kind of like, you know, even like my mom and sister kind of figuring out her celiac Mm -hmm. disease, my older, my my younger sister when we were younger. Um, and so like, I feel like you kind of just like know, and you have that intuition. And even if it's like the advice or suggestions or a doctor situation, like, I feel like, you know, kind of the direction you need to go, or if you need to be persistent, or if you need to pull back or do your thing or no, there's more to the story here. Right. We've got to figure out. And the underlying message there is being confident in those feelings that you have, like mm-hmm. owning those and like not caving in to people coming at you with different, but totally. like listen to your heart. Uh-huh. Of, of course, there is total mother intuition. I agree. Like I firmly, I firmly feel that way. Totally. So number three, overcome bad mommy syndrome. And this is so true. It has hit us all at one point. The example that they give here on the website is about the first time that their child fell off the bed as a baby. Oh my gosh, (laughs) right? I'm like, oh, she's a new mom. Yes, we've all had that. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, I do remember like that. I can picture in my head the first time my first child, Kate, fell off the bed as a baby she rolled off and hey that's how I found out she could roll over (laughs) isn't that the truth me too I can vividly remember the first time my oldest did it too because it was the day of his six-month photo shoot and he rolls off and takes out the corner of the nightstand with it and like almost has a black eye and I'm like I have to cancel the photo and I'm like such a knucklehead and I was put him in the middle of the bed and I don't even know how that happened so fast we've all been there we have all all been been there there. and they give they give such good advice that they're they say like put it in perspective it's not like you've locked them in a hot car or you've oh, left right. them at the store right. of like course. try and put the incidents in perspective like yes. don't get too don't feel too guilty if it's not something too serious and then they also say you know um we always have this um inner voice inside of us that's like oh i suck why am i doing this like oh yeah. i was such mm-hmm. a bad mom whatever yep. try and ignore the negative and try and think of ways that you can just prevent it next time yes. which i mean and i mean duh. and it doesn't even have to be such like 
an incident. Even like we said last True. week, oh, overreacting, yelling at the kids, barking at the kids one night, you know, just kind of a bad day. And I know it's easy to be, you put them to bed and it's quiet and you immediately like rehash the day and you're like, ah, I was so rotten. I was yeah. bad all day. Like I did this and I was mean and I feel bad, but like shake it off. It's a new day. And that is the funny thing. Kids, I mean, teenagers, obviously it's a different story, but younger kids, like so much is forgiven and forgotten and so much is like brushed off their back they don't even remember and yet we hold on to it like oh it's like haunting me but you can just like let those things go and just do better it's so true agreed number four lose the audience and what they're talking about here is if your child be it a baby a teenager a tween whatever if you're in a group setting Um, and the child starts to act out, has a bad behavior, take them away somewhere private where you can do the discipline. So lose the audience, whether the baby's screaming uncontrollably, um, whether, you know, whatever, you're in a family situation and your 12-year-old is pitching a fit about their phone or something like that, remove you and your child from the, the audience, the setting, and take it somewhere private to where you can deal with the situation. That will not only um, increase, like, allow you to focus and not feel like you're being judged by others, you know, right? And kind of di- that will beat at your self confidence as a parent, but you can, like, get the child to calm down and focus and stuff like that. So and I really like that. Interesting, too, because as you said that, I kind of totally took a different perspective of that whole phrase. Of course, that's very, very important and very relevant. And we will all experience that being in the crowded room. Mm-hmm. But like, even also, I kind of think losing the audience could mean like, you know, we're all going to have, we, we don't have teenagers yet, but we all have teenagers at some point. And I was even just thinking the other day of like, you know, you just pray that your teenager is like a good kid. Right. But like, I don't know. They all kind of make messed up choices. They all kind of get in that like rebellious stage. You just hope that they're on like the straight and narrow, but you never know. And I was just thinking of like the audience of like judges to like your teens of like oh, as true. a parent. Okay. Um, you know, like you almost like you worry. And then there's, if you're in a close knit community or church or school, there's talk yeah. and it's like, Oh, I heard the about gossip. that teenager. And he did this and that, or, Oh, she told me he's doing that. You don't hang out with him. And it's like almost, that's like a really hard judgment thing because we're all just doing our best as parents. Mm-hmm. And some of you might be already dealing with this, of course, in teenage world and like just hoping that your kids not you know ah, doing crazy things Mm -hmm. but like losing that audience too like Mm -hmm. there will always be judgment and like when they're older like they're the proof of your like parenting and you're just hoping that like they're doing the right thing but even if like you have a rocky time or a difficult kid or someone that's making bad choices Mm -hmm. lose the audience and just focus on what's important you might hear the gossip you might hear the judgment you might just catch wind of the side eye whatever it is but like just focus on what's important like that child totally such a good perspective i love that so the next one is be decisive what do you take that to mean well, I'll tell you. Okay. It says, <laughs> As I'm like, she's calm, sitting uh-huh. there like confused. Uh-huh. Um, it says, tune into your gut feelings and make decisions quickly and confidently. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty easily said, you know, yeah. a, a confident mom, a confident parent, they're able to just feel very strong in their decisions and 
quickly and confidently. Yes. So there okay. you go. All right. Number six, take notes. Um, so they say when you go to the doctor or um, whatever it might be, take your, our memory is not great. So take notes down for, mm-hmm. for later on. You might have difficult difficulty remembering well, and certain That's visits. such a good reminder too, even for just like, like, I don't know, the questionable things and the weary things, but also just the good things. You have to like jot things down too. Yeah. Like oh, remember true. to write things down. I have gotten so bad at it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully for like Instagram, like I feel like I can like capture moments and write down. Yes. But like I was so religious with my first on writing things down or things he said or things he does at what age. It's and so now true. I've gotten so lax and I you know. just want to remember those little things that it's so they true. learn or do or even just like, the older kids, the funny things they say or something that happened one yeah. day. I love that view on it. That's a different view, but I do love that even more than, yeah. than what they say on the website. Yeah, note yeah. it. Take, note take note notes. those moments. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay, number seven, do not hide your emotions. So they're saying, you know, it's understandable if you lose your calm sometimes, if your baby's throwing a tantrum or you're getting attitude from your teenager. Emotions are normal. We've talked about this before. It's a normal emotion to be angry, to be upset, to be sad. That's just as normal as being happy or elated, right? Um, but they say when you do, um, when you do get angry and you do have like very emotional moments, it it could be a good thing to go to your child afterwards and say, "I know I was sad. I know I had a moment there." I'm sorry if you saw mom be a little yep. scary, <laughs> yep. you know, if it's a smaller child, but I feel better now. Everything's okay. You know, kind of explaining it through them, but that kind of shows them that you're stable. First of all, yeah, that you came right. out of it, right. you're, you're stable and you're confident enough to go to the child and say to them, mom messes up too. You know, I mess up. I lose control of my emotions here we are, let's do better. You know? I mean, there of course are the anger moments where you like flip out, but what do you think about like literally breaking down in front of them, like crying in front of them? In, in a sad moment? Like, well, okay, what's popping in my mind is this story that a friend told me one time. Um, she had three under five, you know, five and under, and one day, um, husband's out of town, kids are wired, and it's bedtime, and literally out of pure frustration and exhaustion, she's just like, just tearing up and oh, exhausted and just like, please just go to bed. And literally as the kids like got into bed, they almost like out of shock and awe, probably like mom's crying. Oh my gosh. But they got in bed and they went to sleep. And she oh was like, gosh. and I just had to pretty much beg them, please just get in your bed. I yeah. can't do it anymore. And there are points where like, we all hit that. Absolutely. Pure like, I don't... Just break down. Yes. I agree. And so, I mean, is that healthy for them to see? Is that scary for them to see? I mean, I've had it too. Here's my perspective on it personally. I think it's healthy for children to see all of the emotions. Yeah. And I mean that in a way of like, um, and not overloaded on too much. I mean, I think it's healthy for them to see um, mom and dad being loving with each other. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously don't take that too far, but you know, being affectionate, affectionate, showing like loving feelings. I think it's totally normal for them to see us upset and mad and working out conflict. I think they should see us sad and that we're human and we break down. Yeah, no, totally. I do think it's 
totally normal and good. I think they need to see yeah. that sometimes. To see that that we are human. Us. Yes, and yeah. that they have pushed us so far. Like I there I can think of a time or two where I just Oh, totally. I mean, I just literally sit on the couch and what and, and I do. I, I have just like bald and then they all come around I me know. and hug and like mom's yeah. going crazy, but I'm like I just can't so do this much we can't keep doing this. It's so, so true. Anyways. Good. Yeah, it's so true. Well, number eight is beware of competitive friends. Mm, and I mean, yeah, that's yeah. enough said right there. I mean, they go deep into talking about like how much damage having a competitive friend can do to or your self-confidence. Com- yes, comparing you know? yourself. Yeah. I but mean, if you do have somebody, a friend, a sister-in-law, a cousin, I don't know, somebody who's always like, oh, well, my daughter's walking. Why is your daughter not walking? Or, you know, always oh, like, yeah. my oh, daughter made we, varsity. Wait, you know, wait, your sister didn't get on the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they're always doing that. Maybe kind of don't cut them out, but just filter out what they say. Yeah. Don't let the competitiveness undertone. Or don't let the conversation go there. Yeah. I feel like I've had to filter with some people because I just know that they're kind of a one-upper right. or whatnot. So just like beware. It's, True. You know, you... It's, I have felt like I have come to learn like my feelings around certain people and what kind of people I can really be Mm -hmm. comfortable with. So just like gauge yourself too. That's probably not like a healthy relationship. Totally. Because then it gets you down. It just does. So true. So there's two more bullets. The the second to last is take time for yourself. Um, To be your most confident self, you kind of have to recharge the batteries. You need time alone. You need to go get that pedicure. And try not to let it go until you're just at your wits end. Try and like weekly find something for yourself, be at the gym or, you know, reading a book at night or something you can find that where you feel like you're touching base with yourself and yes, you're having a breather. Yeah, exactly. And then the very last one is be happy together. And what they mean here is find happy moments with your child and look at those moments as, wow, I'm doing a good job. Look at this cool kid I raised. Look at this relationship that I have with my child and find happy moments. And that will really build your parenting confidence as well and make you feel like, oh, look at how awesome I'm doing. You know what I mean? And so anyway, I thought it was a cute article and it it definitely is such a deep conversation and we'll probably hit on this a couple times. Like, um, like I said, you can take different avenues with it from body image to whatever. But, um, yeah, I think I'm so excited to hear the girls input. Yes. And I mean, this obviously was a lot of like how we can examine ourselves as parents and as a mom and hopefully just also as a woman being able to feel more confident in our own decisions and in our life, owning that. But um, yeah, I just think it's an important thing to kind of check ourselves on every now and then to make sure we're being our most confident self um, and feeling really strong in our our parenting methods. Yeah, I loved all those. I think we definitely have to remember that. So, So, yes. Okay, let's lighten it up. Oh, I will. This funny article again in my people. Here we go again (laughs) in People Magazine. But it was just like almost like going along with the concept, but on the opposite end of just kind of like the mom fails. Yeah, I guess a mom fail or just like the truth of motherhood, right? Just the raw truth that it's not always pretty and it's not always easy, of course. Yeah. But even the celebrities have the problem. And it's just kind of funny because 
you think that they might have a nanny or like, you know, I don't know, it all set up perfectly, but they deal with it too. So this first yeah. one is so funny. Well, Snooky. and what, so it's called, um, like it's a slideshow and we're not going to talk so much about the pictures, but it's candid moments where celebrities are being like relatable to moms. Every mom can relate. Yeah. Yes. And so the title is in case you needed a reminder, you're doing motherhood, right? I, I know. I just love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all human. Like even, yes, even so, if you are famous and have a billion dollars, like yeah. it's just hard. It can it be just so hard, hard, period. I know. And um, okay, the first yeah. one was is Snooky. Man, taking it back to the Jersey Shore with Snooky. I know. But um, this is her third baby. And it just is like a laugh because, you know, it says first baby, you have like your monthly photo shoot second baby you you might get out the little chalkboard or the letter board and right. do a little you know own photo shoot like two months old yes three right, months old right five months old but by the third baby um snooki just has a post-it on the baby yeah and it just says one week it and i love that it's so and it's cute. so true right i mean oh how many gosh. times i mean have you seen the loves diaper commercials it's the same kind of thing of like no. first baby you're so like paranoid and cautious i think like you had mentioned the babysitter it might even been loves yeah but by baby like two three they are just like it just you're just doing whatever you can to get through like it's anything and yes. the post it's the perfect example okay, i know what you're talking about it now. doesn't even matter like okay here we are we gotta just remember this was like my one week photo okay i know next <laughs> it's so cute next i don't even think next. i don't even think i did any progress photos with my third I know I can't I remember I don't think you did either actually oh, horrible I know and think it's so funny I, I I laughed too because um Ari from the bachelor Ari bachelor and Lauren um they just had a baby and he he um storied a question okay stupid question but is it four weeks from the fourth week the baby was born or are they four weeks one month on the the month mark Oh my gosh. And my it was like this spinning. Pull. What do you know what I'm saying? Say? So you know how you count babies as weeks, right? Yeah. Like here she is, like one week. But do you count them one month old at their four week mark or on their one month mark? So if a baby is born like February 15th, are they one month old on March 15th or the fourth week mark? Because it doesn't always add up. It doesn't. Okay. I'm so it, wow. No, okay. Really? That's really confusing. That. Yes. No, okay. No, but I it is true. It's different. Saying. Yes. And, and really the first year of life, everyone always goes by weeks. How old's the baby? How many weeks now? True. But then as soon as they hit the one year mark, you're so far from that. Yeah. You know? That's a so good point. It, it was just funny. First time dad Ari was like asking that and did like a poll. And everyone said the one month mark. So it'd be February 15th to March 15th, their one month instead of the four week mark. Oh, because it does add up differently. The okay. week marks add up differently to the month. Holy marks. crap, my head's spinning. Yes. Oh, Woo. you knew that. Oh my gosh, you've had three babies. <laughs> no, okay, totally. the next one. What's um who Schumer? Amy, Amy Schumer. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge. Full disclosure, I'm not a huge Amy Schumer fan, but this photo like totally cracked me up. Let me describe the photo. She's like in her delivery room, just had the baby. She's in the background sitting on the toilet looking like, hey, you forgot about me. And in the foreground is a friend doting on her baby. And I have so felt this way after every single one of my babies. It's like in the delivery room, everybody's doting on you, the mom. They're like, what do you need? Let me get you whatever. Totally. And the second that baby pops out of you, it's like, see ya, mom. Like, yeah. Everybody's doting on the baby. Totally and, like, all about baby. just like <laughs> pushed to the side. Well, and her... her so 
her caption is so funny. Milf at uh, Milf alert at one o'clock, oh which gosh. is she's kind of like back in the photo and she does look miserable. She's in totally. her gown, her hospital gown hooked up to the like IV li- oh liquids and you're just literally on your deathbed you after all of that. And you're just miserable. But it's the best time of your life. But you're just looking and feeling miserable, for oh, sure. Amy I'm- Schumer is funny because she's been very vocal and like very public with a lot of her early mom moments. Like, oh. you know, the hospital underwear. She's been literally out on a walk on like her country road in her hospital underwear and bra Stop with the stroller. It. Yeah, you just can go check oh, it out on Instagram. My- is this I- her first? Yeah, this okay. is her first. And like mad props to her, you know, she's not glamorizing it. It's wow. rough and it is. So, oh, it totally you know, is. good for her. But those are so funny. Okay, the next one. Yes. Um, Let's Anna- do Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Okay, Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa needing a vacation from the vacation. It's a throwback shot to her three little, so three, six and under. And she just looks tortured. Beat. Tortured. She's like on this beautiful boat with the sunset behind her and her face is so miserable. And she's like, get me out of here. <laughs> and she says, a vacation with your kids is a trip, not a vacation. It's so And that's true. so true. I had a friend once say, yeah, a vacation is you and your husband. A, f- a, a trip is is you and the family. And that's it is. Genius. It's so, so different. A vacation is like a break, relaxation. A trip is like a madhouse. Like... It's so true. Oh, I'm gearing up for that this weekend, and I'm just already like, ooh, having a lot of time with the kiddos. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Okay, well, the next one I wanted to point out is um, Busy Phillips. She is, like, pulling slime out of her daughter's hair, and she has this, like, disgusting look on her face. I can... Oh my gosh, sympathize with her here. Slime, the slime thing just grosses me out. The texture of it, it gets in everything and it's so hard to clean up. It is. It's like, it is like kids <sighs> it, are infatuated they with this slime it. phase. It is crazy to make the slime, to buy the slime, to have the slime, to play with the slime. Like it's all about slime. My kids want to YouTube slime videos, how to make them. It's, it's crazy, but it is, it's miserable. It gets in your carpet. It gets Ugh. in your hair. It gets in clothes. Oh, One no. time my daughter fell asleep with her slime. Like oh, I don't gosh. even know how this happened, but I find the stress and slime is all over the front of it and it's like as hard as a rock it won't come out of the fabric it's ruined and i'm like what happened here she's like i was playing with it in my bed and then i fell asleep oh my gosh i was like oh and it was a brand new dress too and i was like oh my gosh no it's the worst it is but it's a love-hate relationship yeah because it does entertain them for hours yeah Oh, it's nuts. So I, I busy feel you fills busy. with the slime in the hair. And it is real you can get it out. I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. My sister in law has done it, but it's hard. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, let's hit Jessica Alba. Love her. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Just everything about her. She's so beautiful. Um in this one, she's breastfeeding in Target in a Target dressing room. The dressing room. Of course it's Target. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. And how true Gotta is love this? That. Now I'm not I wasn't so much a breastfeeding mom. I did it for a little while in the beginning, but it just, I, I will be honest. I'm some of, some of you out there might judge me for this. It just was not my thing. I never felt confident doing it. I always felt like I had to kind of cover up or I was just clumsy with it. I don't know. I didn't produce enough, but I don't want to use that cop out. I just feel like it was not my thing. And I kind of embraced the formula. Right. Right. But you were, you breastfed twins. Oh my gosh. Yes, I did. I, all of my kids made it right up to that year mark, just a little under like 11 to 12 months. And oh, the places you have 
works. And yeah, and it's true. Jessica Alba, I'm like right there with you. I have like nursed in like a restaurant booth in a (laughs) dressing room in the back car, cart in the back seat of the car. Like, and you just like, and it's, it's like amazing that you have like the flexibility, but it's also like so stressful and like, and hot and hot and hard yeah arizona summers you're just like sweating through your shirt Mm. and it's like and then the milk and the mess and it's just like it is it's a lot of work yeah and i and the dressing room actually is like an ideal spot like hide out there's a seat you can sit close the door it's perfect so mad props to her i have witnessed you breastfeeding at disneyland yeah and oh yeah it's a small world i think Uh, yeah (laughs) i remember (laughs) yes on that long Um, 15 minute boat ride and at the zoo finding yeah, pro- in the little splash pad area probably oh my gosh so um, again it's like you know and it's funny because you know it even still progresses since i i mean i was only nursing four years three years ago but yeah. it's constantly progressing to be like more acceptable mm-hmm. and more you know i still feel like at the end of the day it's still a boob and i still am very kind of conservative about it i'm not just like freedom you know but i i um but I can respect that oh, it's totally. like so much more yeah. like, and that's wonderful. you know, yeah. not acceptable, but what's the word? Like just more like, yeah, like I, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's just more standard now. You right. just see it more often, even like There's more and more. There's not as much as like a stigma yeah, around like, the body ooh, being but out yeah, there. But yeah, it's no, just totally. common. So common. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one more. I what know. about Jade? Oh yeah. Jade. Bachelorette Jade. Bachelor Jade, I should say. Yes. Um, how do you say her last name? Is it Roper um, or Ro- Roper? Roper. Yeah. I think Jade, Jade Roper. Roper. She married Tanner on, and they met on Bachelor in Paradise. She was from Chris's season. Yes, Chris's season. She was a scandalous one. Yeah, she who was. Had been in Playboy. She was in remember? Playboy. Yeah. That, had the that naked was nuts. shots. Totally. But she's um, such a cute pretty girl. Such a wholesome girl. Yeah, it's so funny. It's such yeah, a bizarre story. Such a story. funny thing. But she they they were pregnant with number two, but this first picture this picture is with her first daughter and um going going to the bathroom with the toddler on your lap. And totally. Oh my gosh. How many she's times? like in the bathroom, her in her her house, but like so typical. Like they always need something when you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. Or it's the opposite of like you want to stop them from doing something, so you have to like hold them even while you oh, go yeah. to the bathroom. Like oh, it's no. constant. I can just remember so many times when my children were well, still Luke to this day. Sometimes he just wants me to hold him. Yeah. And if I put him down, he starts screaming. And there's just times you got to go pee, and yeah. I'm like, all right, come, all right. Yes, come straddle me while sit, I'm yep, on the toilet. Sit here. I know. <laughs> No, is it? And it's like okay. Thanks crazy? for flushing for me, Luke. I know. <laughs> Serious. So gross. I feel like I've seen more memes just about like I just want to go to the. I go oh. pee alone. I just want to go pee alone. But like it's they so follow true. you everywhere, and then they're like fingers. So oh. even um, I had a funny photo from my sister in law. Her her daughter's fingers were under the door, like mom. You know, oh it's gosh. just it's it's all the time. It's Constant. all the time. So, oh my goodness. Anyway. But we love them, and hopefully that's just some fun, interesting I know. We all try to build that mom confidence, but then there's also just, like, so much crazy that comes with it. Like, you just got to do the best you can. You sort of have to embrace it. Yeah, yeah. You really do. And just... 
Get through the day. Get through the <laughs> Some day. Some days you got to get through the day. Okay, well, we have a brand new segment called Ask Us Anything. Mm-hmm. And this is where you guys can send us a letter, a comment, um, a question um, to our website, and we'll answer it on air. So that's what we're yep. doing here. Awesome. We had a couple sent to us recently, so we're going to read them here. Okay, the first one's for you, Lauren. I've got Kay. my paper here. Okay. I actually printed it out. Can you believe it? Old school. Uh, Old school. It says, hi, I'm a new listener and a mom of three boys. I have twin two-year-old boys who are strong-minded and would love advice about parenting twins, their tantrums, etc. Please don't mention my full name on air. (laughs) Love the show. Keep it up. And we'll call her mom of twins. Mom of twins. So I'm going to give this one to you. I know. um, Because you have twins. So I'm going to be quiet here. I know. And um, so I was kind of thinking about it. And it's funny because I was with my sister-in-law last week who has currently has twin um, 15-month-olds. So man, that took me back because Mm -hmm. mine are now six, almost seven Mm -hmm. at the end of the summer. And every stage has something new to deliver with twins. It really does. It's like... It's crazy to think back that that was me and I had two babies crawling around me and wanting me and crying for me. Mm-hmm. So the thing when I and she, and she does it very gracefully. She has lots and lots of patience and I'm sure so do you. And hu- that is a huge 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 key of twins is just having the patience with it mm-hmm. because I feel like accept the noise right now. It's just going to be loud. It's just going to be noisy and you have boys. Mm -hmm. Like boys are just a different breed than girls. Mm -hmm. And three boys is just a a busy household. Mm -hmm. It is not to even mention the twins. Mm -hmm. So I guess if to go into like the best thing and you know, you were mentioning tantrums and just kind of different behaviors, just a reminder, and I'm sure you realize this, but treating them as individuals, because even though they're twins, they're the same age, they're probably doing a lot of the same type of behaviors. They are very different. They are an individual. They have their Mm -hmm. own personality. So you almost have to just treat it individually. And it's probably easy to like, kind of think they're both getting into the trouble Mm -hmm. or they're both being rowdy or they're both being mean and sassy or whatever it is. But trying to treat them individually, um, and and yeah. their different little personalities, and like and and kind of respecting their like different little personalities, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my twins do have very different personalities, but then they're very similar in the same way too. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, I think okay. So I was gonna say staying consistent too, because there's two of them, and and you have a third. Um, having the consistent. So if it's a consistent discipline, if it's a consistent maybe reward system, Mm -hmm. but kind of treating them the same in that aspect. Like if one person's going to hit the other, then they're getting the timeout. If one's going to, you know, put their clothes away or their take their shoes off and put them by the door, whatever you're like giving a reward and they both do it, they both get the reward, but kind of following through with a consistent, um, you know, system for both of them together. Um, You probably already know this because they're already two and even as they grow older, but I think like a same sleep schedule is huge. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're still napping for you. My sleep, my kids usually stop napping about that time, Mm -hmm. but hopefully they're napping for you and they're napping at the same time. That's huge for your sanity, their sanity. Like, I mean, I just feel like everyone's happier when there's better sleep as we've talked about. And, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. So I feel like, you know, twins, they are just like, 
I don't know. It's just such a unique experience. I will say though, because you're right there. People told me three was the magic age, like where they just became more independent. They could play together. They played together Mm because right now they're probably still kind of playing side by side. Mm -hmm. They're probably just slowly developing into that engaging stage of Mm -hmm. like, let's play, you know, tag together. Let's play superheroes with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so three was the magic age. I feel like they can communicate more clearly. They have, um, they can play together better. Right. And they're just more independent. Like where you feel like you can kind of leave the room and let them play together and mm-hmm. no one's going to die. Right. I mean, two, they're still just a little fresh. You don't know if they're going to go get in the toilet or throw things over the banister or yeah. do something crazy. But three, there is just such a big jump in development. Yeah, and that I is, you saying that. that's going to be your saving grace. And I, and I really felt like that. People told me that. And I really felt like three, we just turned a page. Like it was, yeah. it turned a quarter it was like a new chapter and it it, it was a very good one so yeah and I might you're add right to there that, it's not specific to twins but the strong-minded thing and, yeah um, I might add and specifically because they're boys um get them to do some physical activity I don't yeah, know how burn much, that energy yeah burn that energy off get them outside running laps playing ball yeah. soccer mm-hmm. do something to like get them sweating and like get that energy out of them yes. do you know what I mean oh and totally then second um when it comes to like strong-minded kids I do think it's smart to incorporate like them being the decision maker to some point so like for example clothing if you're if you're child is just the twins are just freaking out over the clothes that they have to wear or something Mm -hmm. like that as mom give them three options you know and be okay with all three of those options but then let them be the decider yes you know what i mean same they feel that power when they they get to make a decision especially at that two-year age i feel like they are making a jump where they want to be a big kid they want to make their own decisions like they want to be more independent so be it if it's snacks clothing you know, whatever, be okay with like three options and then let them decide. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I feel like for strong-minded kids, that goes really far. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, I and even silly things like I, when I read, um, Oh, the book just left me. But um, in on that same point of even if they're being naughty, like we've got to go get in the car, get in the car. Mm-hmm. You give them an option of, OK, do you want to walk to the car? Do you want me to carry you to the car? Oh, I remember you and, reading that. Yeah. Book. And yeah. even them making that decision, oh, carry me. No, I'm going to walk. Like it kind of like empowers right. them. You're still and getting it's almost, to the car. Yeah, you're still getting in the car. They get to decide. They, how. Yeah, they're deciding. Yeah. And somehow that like empowers them and kind of calms them and like it's a comforting like yeah. maneuver to use. Right. So and yeah. then I guess we should address the tantrum. She said tantrums. Yes, they right. have tantrums. Um, I haven't dealt a ton with tantrums. My little one actually has been the first one to show me a tantrum where he's on the floor, kicking legs, screaming, thrashing right. about mm-hmm. my approach with it has just, when they're this age, that small, I just try and redirect like, okay, let's go get, or if, if I'm like in a crucial situation, I'll have like a dumb, dumb sucker. Oh, do you want a sucker? I'll like try and redirect his attention. Do you know yes, what I mean? Right. Or, um, 
laughter at that point, if they're having a tantrum, you doing something totally silly, blowing bubbles on their stomach, tickling them, like getting them to laugh out of oh, it. Yes. I feel like, do you I know like what I mean? That. Right, right. Um, especially if it's a tantrum over something silly, like right. if, if they it's, right. if they can't open something or I whatever, know, right? Like, and just they try just and rea- yeah, redirect reacting. and get them out of that headspace. Right. And then the, if it is a full blown tantrum go put them in their room. At two years old, they're not going to hurt themselves in their room. I mean, obviously make sure the furniture is anchored to the wall and they can't hurt themselves, but let them cool off. Yeah, have a consistent, like, whatever. There have been so many, yeah, so many times I've just put Luke in his crib, screaming, tantrum, going nuts, and I've just shut the door. And I'll say, you can come out when you stop screaming. Mm -hmm. And I go back and do that about every five minutes. And that works with him. So I don't know, like they need their space to like cool off. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Anyway. Okay. Um, Thanks for that though. We're so excited that you you wrote us. I hope it was kind of helpful. Yes. I love (laughs) that. So if any of you, yeah, have any other questions, we'd love to chat about them. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up with our, our hit and miss. Do you want to kick it off? What's your hit for the week? Oh, my hit. I got my nails done. Oh my I goodness! Think, I think we I think we've talked about well we talked about a few things with nails before. Oh yeah, I you have. <laughs> went to I went to the salon though and got the dip done. Love it. And if, if most of you probably know what that is, the dip it's S&S, S&S, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I do just love it. It's so it lasts so long. It's so sturdy. That is it's so just, funny you brought that up because I just did. I do dip on myself. I know. I taught myself so how good. to do it. And That's awesome. I love doing it. But I did my sister in laws for the first time last night, and yeah. she just texted me today. I love it. Thank you. Oh like, really? She's never had it, it before. No, she oh, hasn't. she's never worn it. acrylic before, and so I was she's like, never wow. had any sort of okay. So I just, I'm such a nail person. I feel so much more put together if my nails are done. I know, which I didn't feel that way maybe five years ago. Oh, like I, I always had to have a pedicure, but my fingernails, I never really minded one way or the other. Oh. But on the last year or two, for sure, I'm like, oh, I love like having my nails yeah, done. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, my hit of the week... <gasps> is my pantry. Oh, yes. You oh were telling gosh. me and I've seen it. It's yeah, amazing. You guys, it's really not. No, I pretty it much is. just like it's cleaned huge. it out and I organized it, but I went to Walmart on a whim and I got like storage boxes and I keep all of our craft stuff in there. So yes. like, um, and it's it a nice big pantry. Well, so there's like gets, room for stuff. It gets so crowded with Oh my gosh, just junk. And the kids just unload in there. And anyway, so it's just such a lovely feeling to be able to walk in and see what you have. I know it's going to be a disaster in probably six weeks, but no, that's awesome. You did it. Good job. Good job. (laughs) No, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. That's awesome. Thanks girl. Um, so what is your miss? Oh, my miss is so silly, but I just, this weekend, I was mopping and finally mopping is like, I was just telling my friends the kitchen tile that we ended up picking. It just is like, it shows everything. It just shows everything. And it's exhausting. I know. I feel like you're always mopping. I feel Uh, like, well, I just feel like the kitchen tile because like I was going to do like a wood tile look or wood, but we have like wood through the dining and the entry. And it's just like, 
old like yeah. parquet that I could never match. So I was like, okay, I kind of need to go with like, I went with this kind of concrete tile look. Yeah. And so with like a gray and I was like, okay, this will be fine. And there's some movement a little bit, not a ton, but there's right. some movement in the tile. So I was like, okay, this will be good. Oh, it shows just everything. Oh, and it's shoot. exhausting. I feel like my floors look gross all the time. Oh. So I feel like I am mopping, you know, two to three times a week oh. and it's not a huge space. So it's fine. But I literally had waited till like the end of the weekend, like just every everything uh, in and out of the pool all the stuff mop the floor and I'm not kidding an hour within the hour George had come in with like a big like I don't even know 32 ounce drink soda pop and it was sitting on the island and long story short anyways it just combusted Uh, all over not even just like tip over Uh, it like smashed the ground splashed up the walls uh, up to every inch of the floor uh, and I just freaked and it was your husband it wasn't even a child well uh, well, it wasn't George. It's oh. kind of a funny thing. It was at Caleb. He put oh. him on the island to look in his ear. He was having like an ear infection. Caleb kind of started spazzing out, oh, kind of kicked no. it. So George was like part of it, but it, it, it was, was more child. Caleb. Oh, no. And I was just like, so, oh, oh I would I be just, furious. Like, no, I was, I was just like, I would just right, like, everyone clear out so I can do it all over again. Oh, no, and I would times two. I would drop the mop and be like, see you later. Oh, no, but <laughs> like, clean it up. No, like he did. Did wipe it up and they did and I was just oh, so frustrated what a but beating. no I had to like remop it right away because it oh, was yeah. gonna be sticky oh yeah and I was already just like okay fine we're cleaned up in here and then I had to do it again oh my so. gosh yeah you can't play around with syrup oh, like, of oh, any kind totally ugh, ugh. oh my gosh well mine's a little more serious my miss was yesterday um my husband's out of town for work right. again I know. oh my gosh a long week um and me and the kids were like getting getting ready for the day yesterday we were actually having like a pretty blissful morning, believe it or not. Good, we yeah. like watch cartoons. I'm getting dressed. I'm doing my hair in the bathroom. They're playing peacefully yes. in my bedroom. Like, and I don't know if you remember, but I have a lean mirror like yes. in my room. So right. it's not attached to the wall. It's right. called a leaner. Yes. Mirror. Okay. I've had it for five years. All It's been kid test. I mean, my kids have all used this mirror. Anyway, all of a sudden, as I'm like curling my hair, I hear a oh crash <gasps> and Luke... Luke saw a Lego, a little Lego man behind the mirror and went for the Lego and knocked the mirror over on Landon. I walk over and Landon is trapped underneath the mirror. It exploded everywhere into a thousand little pieces. Oh my gosh. No, he got cut multiple (gasps) times on his arm, is bleeding. I don't know if you have, but... Oh my gosh, the amount of blood coming out of his arm. Oh no. It was, and he's such a strong boy. He was like not even super emotional. He was kind of shocked and surprised, but my daughter's crying because she's freaked out from blood and she's sensitive. And Luke is clueless and he's trying to get in the glass. And I'm like, no, no. So it went from like this wonderful morning to like, all hell chaos so quickly i'm like trying to get them all on the bed so they don't step well, in the shark i'm thinking of your room did the, the mirror hit the bed like did it no. brace the it smashed it went him. right straight straight down it was flat on the floor and, did and it, he was under it and did it hit his head it or did he kind of just he like was on his, he was on his tummy so it like was his back i don't i don't even know how he was sitting again i didn't like he was sitting oh, i wasn't gosh. looking at him he was sitting down playing with a toy and he just got surprised by it 
it and it cut his arm up a little bit and I treated it of course he's totally fine oh I'm but, sorry oh my oh, gosh it what was a just mess like how did you even clean up all that glass I, so just I, vacuumed and vacuumed I got a laundry basket yes and I put all the pieces yes. in a laundry basket and I took it out and then I just vacuumed it all up like oh my five gosh. times and now it was the such mirror's a mess. Gone. and now my mirror's gone oh so, I'm sorry anyway, oh. I was just like come on Luke like that was, yeah, let's that's not crazy. do this but totally. I will say I kept my cool I didn't freak out on him because it wasn't his fault yeah, I mean, it, and, and he, I kept it, saying right. that to Landon like honey he didn't know he was trying to get his leg go like he was so upset with yeah, him yeah and I was like he didn't mean to hurt you and you know so oh anyway. my goodness yeah so that was definitely my miss for the week that I am sorry <laughs> oh. so anyway oh. oh no no big deal well all right guys we're gonna wrap this one up yeah episode 18 is in the books in the books thanks for listening yes. and we will be back next week so we'll talk to you soon okay bye